Welcome to the show. It's frankly speaking, 9 until 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it is very, very cold outside. Winter is coming. Yo. You know, it's not only Game of Thrones that says that now. It's Johannesburg as well. Winter <laughs> is coming. Rory. Dumelang. Shapuzit. Legai. Shapuzit. Why are you asking me the same thing? This twice? Pretoria stuff is just ridiculous. It's Pretoria, Papa. No, no, I, no. I what am, is that? It is on my shoulders to make this language famous. But who, who is. What language is this? Sipitori. <laughs> who speaks this language? Me. And. And the rest of Pretoria. Okay, good. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all that live in Pretoria. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, good morning to you. If you've just joined the show, welcome to it. Frankly speaking, uh, we are speaking about the students again. Uh, Rory wanted to bring them back. Yeah, I think. So you remember we did a show, uh, Is the Violence on Campuses Justified? Mm-hmm. We had students in here and we, we, we understood where they were coming from. I think we even felt a bit sorry for them. And I think we even might have suggested that it was justified. You incited violence. And then they go and they burn the bloody auditorium. Now what? Like, <laughs> guys, please. But they know? were burning art and you didn't have a problem. N- yes, so now exactly. So now, now, why now, are you all of a sudden, now all of a sudden we've changed, we've changed tune. And uh, we saw how a lot of us started condemning this. And by extension, what's happening in Vuani, over 50 schools that have been burnt, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of condemnation going in that direction, but there was a lot of praise going to the students for some of the violent demonstrations. Mm-hmm. So the question is, are we being hypocrites? Do we need to uh, withdraw some of the statements that we made? Um, or is it still justified, even if they're burning schools? Tama, uh, Andile. He says he he doesn't see anything wrong with these schools with 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 these structures being burnt down because they still symbolize uh, colonialism. So, I guess. Well, he also doesn't see any problems with multi-level marketing. So that's the other issue. You know, becoming a brand ambassador for MMM for South Africa. Ah, but that's another. That's another. No, 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 no. no. It's all there. It's all there. (laughs) (laughs) So is uh, is the violence justified? Revisited. Uh, Rory, I think we should go into this note, like, you know, a lot of, we, we get a lot of flack on the show. Uh, people saying that we are not being, uh, objective enough and we never claim to be objective. We are quite subjective in our views. Um, so let's put your views out there. What, what are your views going into the show? Um, so I put this on social media, uh, when, when, when they started burning the schools in Vuani, I put it out and I said, you know, what does this say be, for those of us that, uh, that, that supported some of the violent demonstrations on campuses. And somebody responded and said, you were wrong. You were wrong in the beginning to even uh, condone this. It is not acceptable. I come back here. I'm conflicted. I really don't support the burning down of auditorium. I don't, I don't uh, support the burning down of schools. Um, but then the question is, uh, where does that put us? Because I still support the cause. Uh, and I'm still caught between like, okay, so... If you don't, if you're not going to use a, a language that the authorities understand, then what is left for you to do? Uh, so I am coming in conflicted. I don't know where I stand. I know I don't like the burning down of of of, of infrastructure. Uh, I think you're more than non. You're not conflicted. You know. No. There's don't, a feeling in you. No. Don't talk for me. No, I'm policing you no, now. No, you see, now you're talking. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth, white person. <laughs> Where are you That's coming? That's how you see. Okay, now we <laughs> get it. Where, okay. where are you coming in? Uh, I I don't know. Um, to be honest, I you see because the thing is, 
Vuani, for example, right, the schools, that was a demarcation issue. So it wasn't really the students, you know, who had anything to do with it. It's violence. Sure, it is violence. Um, Mm -hmm. The UJ, you've got a whole bunch of people that are saying it was the security guards that did it. uh, Lots of finger pointing. So Mm. I'm not sure that we can, you know, like point fingers Uh, at specifically one. To be fair, right? And we're going to speak to the students. When have you ever had a situation where it was me? It was me. Thank you very much. I burnt the auditorium down. I don't believe well, the students. I mean, Al Qaeda, ISIS—they like to <laughs> exactly. claim stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the UJ to say it was us. We yeah, did exactly. it in like that kind of weird video that they send online. <laughs> uh, but, but let's let's go back a little bit. Um, if, for for those of you who didn't uh, listen to the podcast, it was fascinating. We had students from across the country. Literally, most campuses were represented on the show, and uh, this is what it sounded like. Have a listen to this. Then if the students don't accept this, we'll start our own movement. <laughs> students must fall. Students must fall. The student movement is really uh, moving up a gear. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going into, into the next stage of things. But there is also a lot of student frustration and a lot of student anger, which is very much justified. Things. The militant revolution of the students. We must be celebrating these students because they are defining and defending constitutional values. We cannot have in an institution where uh, things are not right and we're pretending as everything is normal. Violence! There's violence on campus and if it's justified or not. The nature of the day needs to be disrupted for us to bring at center focus what is really happening. And that's what the institution fails to see. You know, is this justified? Is this, is this the way we're going to go forward? Mm. Um, is there not another way in order to, to make, make your voices heard? And it looks like there isn't. This is more about how society is structured, how society is actively working against black bodies in every space that we find ourselves in. Get an education, that's what you're there for. You're not there for anything else. Get on with it. How is it that we are more focused on burnt paintings rather than caring about the fact that there are students who are homeless? Would apartheid have ended if not for the acts of violence and confrontation that went for the freedom? The patronizing that's happening from the current system and people who come into place to seem to want to correct the situation. And that's what we've been tired of. Typically these things only stop when when there's been bloodshed uh, close to the university guys don't judge us on social media and say that we're hooligans for protesting by the time you see the protest on the media things have gone bad but it doesn't start riot is the voice of of the unheard and uh, what does it say for the rest of us that are willing to allow things to remain as they are what what is the greater violence burning of paintings or allowing uh, 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 students to remain excluded from the halls of learning which is the greater violence, ultimately? Mm-hmm. And that is how we start the show today. Wow. Yeah. Which is the greater violence? So that, that was the conversation back then. Which, which is the greater violence? Uh, locking young people out of the doors of learning uh, or protesting to get more young people into, into, the, into the campuses. Today we speak about like how much is too much. And, uh, you know, is the violence... It goes back to our question again then. Is the violence justified? You know what's interesting? Before we get our guests involved here, Mbui Senin Glozi in that show, um, he spoke about the fact that, I suppose you asked him, what was your question to him? You said, is it fair enough? Is it, is it justified enough? When is enough? And he said, oh no, you said, 
That's it. Sorry. See, I was just going around in circles there until it came. You know, like it just hit me. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was. I'm bit, sorry. You're I wasn't going, going to save you. You're, you're I wasn't like going there. to save you. I'm like, <laughs> Thank I'm like, you for yeah, go try. hang. <laughs> All right. You were saying, but no, isn't this a problem because people were delaying their education? Students mm. were delaying their education because of the violence. Mm. Certain students weren't even getting a, an education. weren't even getting the chance to graduate because of the violence. And he said to you, uh, no, said, my no, 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 no. You are being naive. You're being naive. Mm. And he said, uh, because you assume that this protest is not part of their education. So he perceives this as part of the education. And he says that people who have grown up in this type of society ultimately go on to shape better societies. I'm, I'm, uh, a I'm a big fan of Mbuiseni, and I'm also not a big fan of traditional education. So I actually agree with him on that point. Uh, you, you, you guys, see. you see, the problem with you guys is that who's uh, are you guys? Yeah, you people, you people. <laughs> the problem with you people is that this is in fashion right now. Ultimately, the world comes back to equilibrium, and no one cares, right? No one ultimately then cares. Uh, so, oh, you were involved in Freezmas Fall? Oh, shame. Sorry, man. C- okay, come. What's going to happen in two, three years' time when equilibrium settles in again? Because with generations, you know, there's another generation that's observing what's happening on the campuses. They are going to see, geez, I don't want to go down that way. Then it's going to be quiet. Then mm. what happens? So I'm just concerned about this. And we asked the EFF at the time, why aren't they putting their leaders, Julius and them, leading the, this this charge from the front uh, while while young people are putting their bodies and their, their 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 studies on the line for this greater cause, and the elders are not right, they've got nothing to lose in this. Mm. And I think that that is a problem for me. That is the matter of principle that that that, that is concerning me. Is that we are encouraging young people to get criminal records uh, through the actions that they that they're doing and all of that. We're, we're encouraging it, and then what happens? It's their lives that's screwed up, not mine. Mm. I keep going. Well, let's hear from those lives that might be screwed up in the process. We've got uh, just tonight, we decided to keep it local in Johannesburg. Um, two gentlemen who joined us a little while ago. And if you didn't hear the podcast, hit us up on, uh, frankly speaking, uh, on the Cliff Central website. And you can check out all the podcasts on Wednesday. Um, and uh, we can we can really sp- get into this kind of space. We've also got a social entrepreneur who is speaking to students directly about their problems and their opportunities. Uh, George Neo, good good morning. How are you guys doing? How's it, Andrew? Are you, are you awake? You don't look <laughs> awake. You look like such a student right now. Oh, my goodness. No, like... I'm tired. Yeah, I can see that. Now, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, well, well. You're well, doing okay? Yeah, doing okay. So, it's been, what, two months since the last big, huge upheaval at UJ? Yeah. What's then, what's and happened? And then they burnt an auditorium. We didn't burn anything. Oh, I don't There's do. video footage, eh? <laughs> no. I saw no, it. There is not. <laughs> you can't, you can't if there is, hey, there are. We, <laughs> we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. Yeah. All right. I, I, I mean, there's a burning question for me, which is what has changed? What has changed since you guys did what you did? What do you mean did what we did? So the fees must fall, the outsourcing, the, yeah. you know, like all the, all the, the, the student protests that were going on. Uh, mostly through last year and at the beginning of this year, what has changed on campuses? Okay, you know, um, and this is where we 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 continue to 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 plead to the community for you guys to understand that we still continue to agitate for the university. I mean, for even public sympathy, big business community, 
everyone who's a stakeholder and is affected by the plight of black students. And look, we've been agitating for so long. The ball is rolling, as they say. So what you have right now is a situation where it's a stalemate between management and the protesting uh, stakeholders. At this point, there's been a roll call to say that these are the measures we're going to put in place to make sure that um, we work towards free education. And, I mean, you even had a, a statement by Blaine Zimande on what he thinks is going to happen in the next uh, five years to come or so forth. Rory, um, I'm hearing nothing, eh? I don't know what you're hearing. I mean, exactly. I'm hearing a lot of wording, yeah? <laughs> and, this is exactly, and this is exactly what we're talking about. George, you know? but what's the problem here? I mean, you guys are so adamant, excited, the passion, the drive. But yeah. it's like there's nothing going on right now. It was all for nothing. I, I, I don't believe No, talk to me. Ta- I, I talk to me. I don't believe that's true. Um, on campuses across the country, I would like to... I won't speak for, for everybody, but I know on my campus things have died down dramatically. And this isn't because of a, you know, the lack of passion from students. It's just um, you get back to campus and things begin to, 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 to actually hit home that for the black student, you know, even though um, for many of us, um, I can speak personally that I am the first to get a degree, um, you know, in the family. That stuff becomes real, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and mm-hmm. though we want to help advance the black course of the black child, um, you look around you and, you know, there they, they comes a point where you have to say, look, um, I've come really far. We've come really far as a people, um, you know, the black youth. And we've hit a point where we are now entering institutions, you know, we're pushing the boundaries of what we thought could be done. But there's a reluctance from management yeah. to earnestly engage. Now, I say this um, obviously with a grain of salt because there have been attempts from some, you know, management members who want to sit down and talk to us but ultimately it comes down to profit as long as our system remains a very profit based who pays who doesn't the argument always be skewed towards the we still need to make money out of it so protest action um striking whatever it could be as long as it affects the the profit making in my opinion of institution hmm. management will always 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 come down the line first we're not looking at you know helping the black student although them giving us degrees is, is 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 in 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 a in a sense them helping us giving us education. No, I just want to go back. So it sounds like you you you're saying that we have looked around. We 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 took the struggle as far as we could take it. But it there comes a point at which, as an individual, I have to I have to worry about myself. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Um, how can I how can I respond? Um. Respond honestly. Respond, to a point, respond honestly. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah. To a, to a point from the people I've spoken to, it comes down to 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 just that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, though we believe in a community of black people, you know, it 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 hits the point where you then worry about, and there are individuals who are willing to call them, put everything they have on the line, you know, and those individuals I believe should be idealized. But it hits the point where you're just like you know what, mm. I've come as far as I can come personally. And any further would be me, you know, would be me not achieving what I set out to achieve. And sadly, that in itself is attaining a very white education. Mm. George. Yeah. So do you feel that uh, the political leaders and so on that have encouraged you guys along have let you down? Because 
uh, you're coming to this point as students where you're like, you know, my entire my entire life is on the line here. My mm-hmm. future is on the line, um, and I'm not being backed up. Uh, is yeah. I, I have, do you guys feel like is that? A, what you're feeling yeah. right now? Yeah. Um. Um. Let me just uh, sum this up very shortly. That is the narrative across the ground. You know, if you go to the ground to the students, I mean, especially undergrads, mm. this is what we feel. Mm-hmm. But just tell us in your own words what yeah. is it that you feel? What What is the but feeling? personally? I I I feel that we need to continually agitate, you know, as much as looking out for my personal interest would be paramount at this point. But what happens when I'm gone? That's the real, real, real uh, gist of where the story is. And right now, if um, you really, really are concerned with the progress after you've left, this is what becomes the main focus. And what what we're doing now is actually we are focusing on ourselves, but at the same time, we are continually trying to say that when we leave, what happens to the next generation that comes? And that's what we're doing. Uh, before so we, we're agitating. Before <laughs> we, we get uh, some other views in here, uh, if, you, if you have anything to say on this, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Rory Shabalala, uh, or at Yebo underscore L-E-V-Y, or hit us up on WeChat, cliffcentral.com. I would love to hear from you. Rory, I'm concerned, man. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I came in here, I did a few extra push-ups this morning because hey. I was expecting to, to have a... It was fire a, last time, it right? was A huge yeah. amount of passion coming yeah. at us because we were about to go full on and say, no, 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 actually, we, we made a mistake and we shouldn't have supported the violence. But here I'm hearing a whole bunch of individuals of useless... In the, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking see, about that. But, but if you look at Neo's facial expression, you see that he's 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 broken. He's broken. He's a broken man. It's, What's going on here, guys? What uh, happened? Let me just say this: people don't know what happens institutionally, and this is where it all begins. Because but tell this us is what where happened. the breaking process happens. You mm. know, when we get there, we're victimized. You know, mm-hmm. this is where people face expulsions. Be- people are facing expulsions right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to deal more on the issue of suspended students and expelled students more than we had to focus on the protest. Mm. We had to focus on students who were illegally arrested by the institution more than focusing on um, perpetuating the cause. So we had no remaining ground because everyone is focusing on the same thing. I mean, currently you had evictions going on at campus but I, I, of I, political I, houses. Let me just oh, cut yeah? the... I don't understand. Where are the political leaders that were urging you guys on when this is happening? Are they not supporting you? Uh, and this is what I want to say again. This is a non-partisan space. And oh, people need on. to... People forget that. No, it, no. It, it, it is, is non, truly it non-partisan. Is non-partisan but, but it is a political... You've been getting support from political leaders. Where are those political leaders now in your moments of need? I think the narrative here has been lost. And this is where people have lost it. This is a student struggle. And this is where it is kept. And this is where it's central. And that's where the focus is. And whether there were political leaders supporting us, the narrative still remains with the students because that's where it came up from. Mm. It didn't come from up down. Mm. It came from down up. And this is where we keep the narrative. But now, George, I mean, yeah. look, look at Neo. Look at yourself. <laughs> broken men in a, in a broken system, it looks like. Don't you think that <laughs> it might have been a good idea to get political parties involved? No, and I mean this, I mean this sincerely because they have a lot more power. What are you laughing at right over there? Don't do that. Why do you bring Musi into the room? 
Oh, sorry, guys. So, look, interesting question, but that's where the clash is, because when you look at our various universities, these are political hubs and the very strongholds of where the ruling party is situated. Um, and second of all, no matter what space is entertained to come to the university, uh, promotes an ideology that might be foreign to a certain section of the political movement in itself. So the nature of the movement of Fees Must Fall mm. And this is why we called it nonpartisan because we cannot have a space where we entertain um, certain ideologies and others are not entertained. For example, the ideology of free education is simply a constitutional one. It has nothing to do with political parties and what they play in that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to say that, I'm going to bring in a DA ideology and what I'm saying is now I'm bringing in white supremacy in my personal belief. Ooh. And if I say Muzi I'm bringing in... is not going to like here, that. Muzi is not so going to like if that. If I bring in ANC, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in left-wing politics or right-wing politics. So I'm maintaining the status quo and nothing is progressing. And if I'm bringing in EFF, um, I'm promoting a radical culture and radical but not thinking so you have people who do deep but don't think i need you to understand you know it's this. early in the morning george <laughs> you know we george haven't started getting up. Yeah. let george finish protect let protect me finish speaker. let me finish i'm saying this because i'm not saying that's the eff or that's the da or that's the anc's perspective of how to do things but i'm saying that's the narrative in the situations of the universities our politics in the institution are far different from what's happening in the real world or what's happening in parliament. Well, I don't know if it is. You understand? Given what's happening in parliament, <laughs> I don't know if it is. They totally are. I mean, we are micromanaged from an institution point of view. You have a governing body, statutory body that's stipulated and established to govern students. And what that governing body does, it convenes with students on a basis of communication with management. But that doesn't happen that way. You know, what happens is that you have student agitation and then agitation from student agitates um, student bodies and student bodies go to management. Nao is getting very agitated. And I think it's, and I think it's quite well. interesting. When they came in the first time, these guys were connected at the hip. Like what, what George said, it was almost, you know, exactly what, Nao, what said. Nao was thinking and vice versa. Yeah. Now there's sort of a splitting. And, and I wonder whether... It is. It, it, it demonstrates what's happened on the ground as well. Have has has the movement of young people on the ground? Have they started going separate ways in terms of narrative and so on? The with regards to the movement, I would like to believe it is a very monolithic entity where we all believe in the same. We all want the same thing ultimately, which is free, quality, decolonized education within our lifetime. That's 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 what I believe we want mm. mm -hmm. but we're now looking at our political socialization um looking at where we're from um how we've been taught to think how we've been taught to intellectually um, 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 um engage um i won't bring it down to 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 partisan level mm. i won't mention parties or individuals but i have been in scenarios where where it, it happens almost instinctively where one member of a party will oppose another member not because of a 
a no, splitting in ideology, saying. but yes. basically because the party, have the party is a clash in mm. in a phenomenal way, you know, and and this is obviously something we can't look away from. We want to believe that the movement is, you know, very united, but the truth is very is is my belief. It's 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 very plain that as long as there are political parties that come in under political banners, um, there will always be some sort of division. Um, George and I are not thinking on the same way, on the same lengthway. It isn't because of the movement. Um, George and I, though colleagues, though comrades, are from two different backgrounds, mm. and so how he thinks, how I think, are two different things. So, what do you think? What I think currently now, right now, we heard what George said about the, it's nonpartisan. It's a, a whole bunch of you know he had his views on the the political parties. Uh, not coming to the stage. What do you think? I mean, surely the, the parties could have given you power to take this forward. It feels like the impetus of the student movement has now been totally removed. I, there's, there's re- response I can give you. Very aggravated, very, um, unhappy responses, but these are, would be responsible for me to give. No ways. They would be responsible no because ways. I'm not, I'm not here <laughs> no, to, to no, bring you are, you are. No I'm not here to vent. I'm not here to vent. This I is the point. You are here to vent. This is not about this is, You are not representing anyone. I want to know what Neo thinks and I want it to be as raw as possible because right now I'm feeling like we were about to lambaste the student movement but the student movement has dissipated into something so we small at the moment that I now have to empathize. They have to feel sorry for you now. In my opinion. Now it's irresponsible I'm have to raise money now. To have, to have a platform to state what exactly what you're feeling and to not use it. In my opinion, there needs to be a, a regrouping um, that is outside of political borders. Now, the issues with elections coming up, elections, like it or not, affect everybody who's political from national to grassroots level. Because what we want as members of you know political parties for our party to win the branch or to win the ward and ultimately win government. But this isn't about political spaces, in my opinion. You know, as as an individual, this is about a movement that in could ultimately ultimately bring to fruition the the black dream, you know, or rather one aspect which is free quality, decolonized education in our lifetime. So there needs to be serious regrouping that remains outside of political parties. You know you know what's interesting, Rory, sorry to interject, um but you know what's interesting is last time we were in this space, I, I asked, I think I asked New Neo a question and said, isn't the way to beat the system to get as educated as you can to build your, your personal skills to an incredible level and then showcase to everyone out there that you are black excellence and you build a completely new society based on you and your colleagues of educated people? Like, and and you came back at me and went, hell no! Yeah, I mean, I have hell a degree. No. I have a, I graduated. I have a degree, mm. but me having degree does not dis- does, does not display <clears throat> black excellence. It mm. doesn't because we have many black children who get degrees, thousands, mm. across the country, year in year out, obtaining degrees, still being unemployed, yeah. still being unable to find proper expression. This narrative of us getting a white of a, a white mm. education and thus displaying. Black excellence for me is basically reducing the black mind to nothing more than see master, imitate master. But why is it a white education? Who, when I when I walked into UJ, it wasn't a a a a, a when we say white. Um, mm. I walked into UJ and, and and although I didn't see white textbooks, although the authors were white, 
um, I saw white lecturers. I, um, you know, I saw English being used the predominant language. HODs were being white, and professors are white. Yes, mm-hmm. and though and intellectual I may, property too. Right, and though I, I, I will be painted out to be a racist. I, 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 in my opinion, this hinders the way a black child interacts with the system, um, because we are not looking at your race. We're looking at your ideology, and like it or not, I believe the way you are socialized will then influence the way you think. What are your degrees, just so that we know? We should have done this a little earlier. What are your degrees? Um, my, I, I got my degree in political science. Political science. Okay. Political yeah, science. it's medical, yeah. So yours is medical. <laughs> okay, because so political, political science, I can political understand science. where you're coming from, mm-hmm. right? Science. I can understand that the, the writers dictate wh- who, the, who uh, or how the history goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that. L- let's talk about let's something Let's talk about medical stuff, biology stuff that you do. How is that, how is that conscien- conscientized? Yes, yeah. I got that right. Conscientized in a white ideology. Actually, it's, it's, let's put this into perspective. If you look at, um, how, um, intellectual property is developed and whether it's writing of your scientific papers, whether it's developing of, um, a new thesis or you're writing your research or you're writing, um, any kind of paper produced by anyone as a PhD or master's candidate or anything. What you have in that kind of space is development of IP that is based on something that you've received from information you had before. And this information dictates how you go about. And often it's quite guided by thin lines of epistemology you take from books and other previous professors and researchers, and this is how it goes. But if you're going to take a black ideology, as Neo says, which is what we're trying to get into the institutions of university, and this doesn't mean that we need to drastically change what was already there. What we're saying is we need to promote an ideal, another stream that is totally different, and that brings about a different type of thinking, a different kind of contrast. In other words, people can choose, and this is the alternative that we think universities should provide. In other words, if I don't want to study biology in English, I need to study biology in Corsa, which was what happens in Cuba. I mean, in Cuba, you have students studying medicine in Spanish. Spanish. But that's the national language, though. But it's the national language. Well, guys, I, I hear you. I think let's get. I'm I'm a bit confused. I hear them, but I'm 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 very very confused. <coughs> Do you hear them? Uh, I hear them. I, I'm I'm just not understanding them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're speaking Spanish to me right okay, now. Okay, so, all right, all right. So I just like to get somebody in here who might help us to decipher what's going on. Now, lady, you come from Chuana Talks. You are a social entrepreneur. Uh, you work in the youth development space, uh, but you also work within the, the, the space of youth trends and so on uh, professionally. This all sounds confusing. So w- what we have here are young people who are of a single-minded focus on making sure that fees fell um, earlier on in the year and, and, and last year. Uh, here they are, and they are representing what's happened in the broader student movement, and it seems as if there's just confusion um, but I'm also sensing a bit of uh, a frustration, right? So, so the the back of the student movement seems to be broken, or at least it's it's become paralyzed. This is what we're this is what I'm seeing. Um, but there's this 
tension. We haven't resolved the issues. There's still all these issues that we speak about. But uh, now it comes to me thinking about, well, what? why did my parents bring me? Why did my parents send me to university? What is going on within uh, this, this space? And, and how do we make sense of it? How do we make sense of some of the conflicting statements <coughs> the guys have been making? Um, you know, saying that, look... Uh, there comes a time when I need to think about, you know, why I'm here. Um, and then the, in the next breath they say, um, I'm worried about the next generation and what happens to them. What is going on? Well, I think with regards to where students stand now, looking at yourself, starting with yourself, I'm all for your developing your personal brand. I'm all for developing your sense and your very own outlook before you say um, I am a generation of the now and this is how we perceive things I think in order for you to 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 in order for you to move forward and, and, and have sustenance within this movement you need to then look at the generation in which we come from and what we're building on from there you know I feel like we are a generation you know technically and politically speaking we are you know the democratic generation you know the me generation but i feel you know the frustration comes from you know carrying the burden you know from of the shackles of of, of the previous generation i think we're still carrying those and i think that moving forward um that cycle will have to be broken some way somehow you know and the confusion really then comes in from not not understanding you know um Not understanding where or 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 how to start that movement, you know the share of voice that we have you know you have different opinions and you have people trying to 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 better the system and getting better education you know but with regards to now being in a generation of the now what what le- what foundations are we supposed to then be setting you know for people then coming in after us you know I feel the footsteps in which we are following after. I I think. I think aren't aren't for me not clear, you know. Andrew, wow, I'm now talking. Now, lady clear. who's yeah. rooted uh, yeah, in the no. in the youth movement I'm has confused clear. me even more. <laughs> right? All right. So 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 what I'm getting then is that there's just there's just confusion amongst young people uh, at the stage, and I, from what I'm hearing from Naledi, it is about our role in uh, in intergenerational role. So what is our role as a generation going to be? Um, is that is that accurate? Is that what what is at the heart of this? You know, it it stopped being about fees. So fees are an important thing, but we're latching onto it because we're trying to find our place as a generation. And we're now generation of the question mark. We have no idea what our generation is going to be remembered for. Actually, I, I don't believe that. That is entirely mm. accurate. Um, just a bit accurate. No. You said entirely. It's not entirely. <laughs> okay, well, just a bit accurate. We are trying to um, find what it ex- exactly it is we want to achieve. But something I am adamant, something I believe truly, is that the more black bodies have taken cognizance of who they are, of where they lie in the white um, system that did not, dis- that not, did not dismantle um, post-94, what I'm seeing now is that we are aware that we want to decolonize it's a very the structure w- between how to be done like Nelly said is is questioned do we you know 
or will there be a burning? Will there be a very nice talking between you and I about how to do it? But we want to, we want to see the rising of the black voice and not as a successor of a white philosopher, you know, not as a PhD on Plato or Socrates. Um, we want to see the black man rise and mm-hmm. colonize education through the voices of people like Eskim um, Patel, uh, people like Eric Lakuma. Um, black mm. individuals, intellectuals, have poor been neglected. But who's who's standing in the way of you doing that right now? You you could you could write a PhD paper right now, and you could no, you can. could reference them. So what no. what is standing in the no, way I of can. that? But when we must send this PhD in for reading for submission, who reads it? Who reads it? We're not looking at. I mean, luckily for my thesis, I have a a, a very panafricanist black lecturer, and I'm grateful for for both of them. But for external, who then reads it? Are we looking at a man who studied under Pico and Kluma, who knows people like Asante, people like Eskin Patel? Are we looking at a, a, sorry to say, but a white, actually not sorry to say, but a white um, man who studied Plato and a sort of hook, who cannot relate then, to no, the ideas we're putting forth? Once again, then, for for us to have many more of those of those people reading your thesis, we need you guys to elevate be elevated to that level. So how do you do that if you don't follow the path? We're not saying we're not studying. We're not saying that. We are saying what we want to see is a decolonized. I want to see the black child in the face of what I'm reading. Okay. We can't enter spaces and feel we feel alien. But, but to I where think we are. isn't that isn't that a chicken and egg story? No. No. The, hear me out for a second because I hear what you're saying. Right. You want to see the black child in what you're reading. But that doesn't exist right now, right? In, in the South African context, because of our history and because it was so like, oh, you know, we can go back, but there's a whole bunch of reasons for it, right? But now Rory's saying, you are going to be the black child that generations coming, fo- you know, after you are going to read about. But you don't want to write those pieces. No, we are. I am. Currently, my thesis is on, on pan-Africanism. We're not saying we're not taking the steps. We are. Everybody who I believe is woke is doing everything in their personal capacity to change the system. But mm. it needs to be something... Because still, when I write a thesis, and I, I had a friend of mine who took her thesis in, and because somebody did not like the way she phrased certain mm. words, they changed it. Mm. Now, we put the way we put the words in the way we did because we know exactly what we want to say and how we want to say it. But if I'm now being told, this, this, this did not comfort me I feel a bit uneasy and I'm changing it. What happened that I give a thesis that's watered down, basically, that is a shell of what... So if I wanted to write a piece that, you know, basically lampasts and basically um, exposes the white man for what I believe him to be. And... What do you believe him to be? That is... No, let's hear Let's hear it. Um, white... I... Look, it's, it's, it's very... It's confusing because I grew up in a very mixed, you know, mentality. But the more you read... Um, you then begin to understand that the white colonizer was never, they didn't come to us with the, although they believed that they came to give us religion, they came to give us civilization, they came with a very, how can I say, a warmonger mentality. They wanted to conquer, they wanted to take, to purge, to steal from us what we are. So what we are saying as this generation, we want to, we want to see, we want to colonize everything from education all the way up to law, we can't continue having Roman Dutch law mm. represent a black person who does not identify with the legal principle. Uh, so I want us to get back to this idea that having said all of that, 
does this mean that the theater of war has has changed from uh where it was which was on the campuses and has it now gone back to uh being in your theses and so on uh is violence remember the the premise of this whole conversation is is the violence justified um and 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 what we're seeing and this is us as outsiders we're seeing confusion we're seeing uh we're seeing a, a dis-ease uh, uh, between amongst you guys right we're seeing this and we were asking ourselves is this why now it's now escalating to a point where buildings are being burnt. Is this is this is this about you guys still trying to find yourselves and you haven't found yourselves in the streets? You're, you're struggling to find yourselves in in the academic writings, and now we're just going to burn stuff. You know, I, I like that you raised that because isn't it interesting that it's it's only one narrative and don't you get tired of it? Because everywhere you see in the media burning burning no one goes behind to say what's the burning for who's doing the burning and why is that happening i mean the narrative is that students are burning institutions but are they that's another question (laughs) and that's another question look i can give you my view someone else can come back and give you another view here's what i'm saying for instance interesting enough in university of johannesburg our institution still under investigation as to um, who's this arsonist But funny enough um, All security features That actually prevent a fire from happening Were not in proper place You know so You have for example a smoke detector Which is in this huge venue Which is a venue that students graduate in The smoke detectors didn't go off I mean these fire sprinklers Why didn't they go on I mean, there's an automatic fire alarm which goes on when the fire takes place. Why didn't that go on? There's protection service at campus around that time, 2 to 3 a.m. Where were they? There's cameras, CCTV footage. They didn't find anyone around the institution at that point in time specifically. So there's a narrative to you that um, this is a political situation on the ground from students. But what you don't understand is that the political end game is not students only, but the political end game is students and higher management and beyond that. So who burned who burnt the auditorium? We can speculate right now speculate as to who, for me. who burnt can, the who burnt those. I auditorium. think our institution burnt the the, the auditorium because it has happened before. Institution institution is a collective. Management. Who, so so somebody management in did. management. Yes. Lit lit a match and burnt the the auditorium. Yes. A hundred million rand. I mean, which is in short, by the way. How can you ban an institution so systematically as a student, know where the security features are, know where the water system is, and all of this at once, and be able to dismantle that and burn an institution? I mean, let's talk about the Vuani crisis. It's outside of the scope of what's happening in the institution. But it's still violent. But it's it's still still violent. Mm -hmm. And it's still protest. Do you know that that's an ANC jurisdiction area? Mm -hmm. And do you know also that the chiefs in that area are ANC affiliated and the members of that community also. It's a demarcation crisis, right? Mm -hmm. But who speaks? Is it the community or is it the people governing? And this is where the voice is. This is where it's lost. People have turned to think so many times that the voice of what people want comes from management and not the people. 
Let me let me understand. So are you are you are you saying that the students haven't been violent at all? What I'm the, the, saying the, the, to the you, hands of the students are clean in all of this. I'm saying the hands of the students are clean. They have not been violent. They at haven't all. been violent. At all, all the violence we've seen has been has been uh, management. A- instead, let me take a narrative that people have been talking about because you've seen uh, students throw stones, but who's the student throwing a stone at? Have you asked yourself that question? No, but, uh, but let's, specifically? We, we get because that they're throwing stones is. at somebody else. So yes. listen, you're not throwing stones at yourself, but yes. but, but, <laughs> but you're throwing stones. Yes, true. Okay, let me give you a practical example. I threw a stone at a bouncer, mm-hmm. a private security personnel, mm. hired by our own, private secu- our own institution, mm. to stop us um, from entering frequently as we like into our institution. So they harass us, and when we get there, we are met with oppression, some form of repression and oppression. So you threw a stone. So I threw a stone. Was that an act of violence? That was an act of violence. Yes. Yeah, so is a that justified one? And why is it justified? It's justified because you can't touch my private parts. Mm-hmm. So and this is the narrative that's happening in. So campuses. the burning down of. So the burning down. Let's let's assume you know yeah. because we, we're not clear who burnt. We. This is yeah. speculation, as you say. So if a student was to burn down uh, the, auditorium. the auditorium, would it be justified? This is where we need to come back to. We need to ask ourselves a question. Why is the story and the narrative of a black child suffering ignored? No, no, no. But no, let no, no, me no, no, no. answer no, no. my question. Would, yes, I'm coming Would there. it be justified if a student had burnt the auditorium? Yes, but isn't this nice? Yes. Would, let me answer this. Before. Yeah. Isn't it nice for us to focus on the burning and not focus on the real problem? Because it's easy for me to say that, look at them, they're burning. But no one has ever, including white people who are presumably concerned, have been so focused on the property. Oh my word, they burned down the property. Look at them. Ah, sis, what are they doing? I like the accent. Did, did he get it right? That's the focus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? But none of these conservative, I mean, conservative academics and conservative white people have actually said, Ah, black people are suffering in George, institutions. George, we, we need get to it. stop this. We get it, right? We get. You we get, get it, it, but what are we doing about it? you're mixing. It? Let's not conflate issues. Let's talk about the yes. burning because the burning is real. Yeah. You haven't answered my question. All right. If the building had been burned down by students, would it have been justified? It would have been. That's so what you, I'm saying. So, so you agree that if students burned that building down, it was the right thing to do? Yes, they burning. They would have burned down a graduation facility. Which but they didn't sim- just burn down the, the auditorium, right? They burned yes. down study center. They burned down, I think there was a computer, computer center, computer yeah. center nah, as that's well. that's not true. Uh-huh. Wait, it's just not to wait. My issue is that we are speaking about these things, you know, these labs, study centers, the halls, all these nice things, yes. the grad venue. Um, and these things, basically, these, these are monetary property items. Mm. Um, no one asked has anyone is anyone harmed? Has anyone been injured? No one asked. Um, no, but you guys are we, missing the point. No, can I please finish? No, Chief? can I please? May I please finish speaking? You'll no, engage after I, I get you. Infrastructure can always please, be replaced. But that's the thing that I want to get into, guys. Is that let's not let's not let's not uh, side let's not move the goalpost, right? We're not. So so yes, we we get it. Have people been injured and so on? Fine, but that that does <clears> not negate the issue of the infrastructure being damaged that does not negate the money that is going to that could have maybe funded more students coming in that is now going to have to go into paying i i i like to put it up Mm. we were told on the same day that it'll cost roughly 100 million 100 million yeah to fix everything 
Now this money is magically available. Students are actually, I, I saw a tweet. Uh, some student said, I don't know who it is, said, guys, can we contribute to the building? This money was not available when students needed funding for accommodation for buses. Mm. Money is suddenly available when property is mm. burnt down, when we need new computers, but money is not there for the poor black child. And my question is, if we have money, 100 million, just to rebuild now. When we asked for more buses, when we asked for a, a larger library, when we asked for things to help ease the burden of the poor black student, this money was never there. And the fact to me that students, you know, are willing to help rebuild a building, a building that's insured, you know, but if we were to ask students to put together a fund to pour in, we're told the narrative that no, if I made it, they can make it too. That no, because I pay for my own fees, they can do it as well. Mm. Our focus on the building, I think, is a grotesque, a grotesque violation of the site. It's, 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 it's actually a demarcation of how society is involved with the protection of buildings and things that maintain a status quo. Mm. And we are not willing to look at the, bit, the deeper issue. Mm. If indeed the burning was burnt by a student. Mm. I would like to believe the student did it out of frustration, out of a system that is constantly, day in, day out, mm. done nothing but oppress that student. Mm. Yeah. From the way they speak, the way they walk, the way they dress. They're being convinced that simply because they're black in a white system, they must conform. There's the rhetoric I've been hearing of the burning down of infrastructure that perpetuate whiteness. Now, although I'm not for the burning of certain things, I will not sit here and simply say that no... Um, the building was as it's being made out to seem holy. Mm. Although it did help students. The labs help students. The auditorium is a great, I graduated in there. It is a great demarcation of an achievement. I, I put in comments, an achievement for the black child. Mm. We didn't question um, how we got to the point where it was burnt down. No, no one questioned anything. Let, let, me, let me ask you, does the sentiment extend to the burning down of over 50 schools in Vuani, for example. No. Th- does the same sentiment apply? No, I think that the burning, firstly, is an aspect of protest culture that has not been looked at and put into context. We burn things traditionally yeah. because of a system that was constantly oppressing us, and now we've transitioned into a pseudo, in my, in my, in my opinion, pseudo-democracy, in my honest opinion. Mm. Um, we have not revisited certain things. Protest culture needs to be put into constant in, 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 into context as to why we are burning what we are burning. But I'm saying does the sentiment that you've just said that if if that building was burned down by a student uh, the auditorium then it's okay. Uh, I don't it, think it, it was okay. It is, it is justified. Okay. No, 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 wait. It, it is justified. Are we, are we taking the same sentiment? Could it be applied to the burning down of 50 schools it needs to be put in, context. in Vuane? It needs to be put in context. And if we get the right context... So you're saying there is a context in which it is okay to burn down 50 burn schools? Set, no, I didn't say there's context. But I'm saying that when you're looking at the burning of things, mm. there is a certain context in which it has been done before. And because we have not looked at this, mm-hmm. we have simply adopted protest culture from our parents who I think were very militant mm-hmm. but they're not telling us to stand down which I think is very ironic but that's beside the point let me let me get Naledi back in here Naledi you are in or you're also in advertising and so on and you mentor young people so yes. so you spend mm-hmm. a lot of time within the youth culture um, and you engage with young people is this so so this might seem as just the voices of two 
to angry students and so on, if only they could actually see them and see that, uh, I think you said it in the last show as well, they actually <laughs> look very harmless. <laughs> is this the, the general sentiment? You work at market level yes. uh, with young people. Is this a sentiment that we're getting uh, beyond these two gentlemen and uh, across a wider, a wider spectrum of society? I think it is. Um there is a lot of frustration, you know, and it just, it doesn't just, there are layers to it. So when you, when you start peeling away at, at, and, and looking at the build up, you know, towards now the burning and everything else, and you look at things that, 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 that led to that, you know, you look at the approach, you know, things that were not heard, you know, from the students, you know, they were, it wasn't just, we are going to wake up today and, you know, auditoriums are going to be burned or, you know, violence is going to be, you know, acted out. It, there, 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 there are things that 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 led up to that. You know, there are things that you know have been expressed and communicated, but are not heard. So it's a thing of I'm not being heard. I have nothing to lose. My parents worked very hard for me to be where I am, and if you know you're not going to hear me, I will show you, and you will. It will be seen that I need to be heard. You know. So this is the generation of the unheard, Andrew. Uh, you work with a lot of young people. Are you seeing that in your space as well? I'm. I'm. I have no words at the moment. I'm just so quiet. It's ridiculous because on the one side we've got, I'm now becoming an individual and I need to do my thing. But there's still this this idea of a black collective that we need to look after, which I which which I can sympathise with. Are 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 our recruits? Uh, angry? Is that what you're asking? Is that they? No, it, it, this theme of the generation of the unheard um, is it carrying through, right? So, so you're seeing uh, now. You know, you look at his 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 facial expression. He's vil- and visibly so upset with you. You see, Rory. he's very upset at me. I'm and, so glad and he's upset like, with you, not me. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, right? Which is, let me speak. You know, and, and that for me says something it's not just in the context of our conversation but you're getting the sense that young people are saying across society it's it's i am trying to find something that's going to make sure i'm heard um but i'm also seeing things like a generation that's trying to find its meaning well i'm i'm interested to find you know like let's 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 go back one level because i think I think George and, and Neo think that we're we're aliens in this, and uh, <laughs> and I think it would be interesting to hear, Rory. You're a little bit older now. Older than who? These guys. Oh, okay. I thought you said older than you. No, 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 no. No, we can see the receding hairline. That that's not true. Uh, but we are not the voiceless. We are the useless, aren't we? No, no. Because we no. didn't do anything. No, comrade. And now we are complaining no, at these guys that they've done comrade. nothing as well. Comrade, no, wait. Wait. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> wait, don't, don't include us when you're saying useless. Don't include us. <laughs> <laughs> so go. you're saying we didn't do anything? I think that we, you and I, as a generation, now we are black and white, so mm. we come from very different backgrounds. You're from that dusty city there in the north, Pretoria. Uh, but I think we as a whole could look back and go, have we actually failed the people before us that fought for freedom, that came out of this freedom, got the freedom, and then we kind of just stopped. We kind of just went, well, we got freedom, rad, let's move on, you know? But to and be fair, I think we, we approached it in a different way, right? And I get what the guys are saying, but I think in our time, the idea was 
the way to attain freedom for ourselves and our families is to get an education and to and to succeed become the, the leaders top, get to the top mm-hmm. the guys yeah. are flipping the script on us and they're saying no but that education that you got is is meaningless it's a colonized education and so on it's mm-hmm. making us think it's making us think and i think going back to the beginning of the show where i said my concern though is that we are the ones that are going to be the CEOs and management of universities soon and so on. And if we carry that view, are we going to look at, at what these, this generation has done and, and say, ah, oh, shame, you guys did a noble thing. What we're probably going to do is we're going to perpetuate the same thing that the, stu- that the students are fighting against right now. And it's going to be more of the same. George. I mean, look, for instance, our deputy vice chancellor, deputy, right? Mr. Marala. He's, he's, he has more than four degrees. He has been to Stanford. He's been, he has PhDs like from everywhere. This is, this is the epitome of black excellence, right? Because that's what you want to hear, that he is. But look at UJ. I mean, ideologically speaking, if you had money right now and you had an option to take your child anywhere, anywhere which university would you choose? I want to hear your point. Carry on. Definitely UJ would be out of the option, right? Simply because you know how the strata works. And even if your child has the potential of pursuing a PhD, because, I mean, this is where what we work with at a, point, at a point in time where you are supposed to be academically successful within your own field, own expertise, own ideology. And that's where the clash is. This is where education becomes meaningless. Marala is there, but he means nothing. He means nothing to blacks. He means nothing to the academic community that he ascribes to appeal to. You understand? He ascribes to a community or uh, an academic community of um, people who are educated like him, who are white and so forth. But he means nothing there with so many PhDs. And you ask yourself this question, what does education mean? It's the same thing for I. It's the same thing for Neo. I mean, on a legal perspective, I deal with uh, medical patency. Mm-hmm. If you take that into perspective, as a medical student who's at VET, can they actually produce their own scientific work and say that this is a cure for HIV? Can they say and produce their own work and say that this is an African route of how to develop solutions, fashion solutions for Africans? This is an African methodology of how to do things. No, they can't because that work is watered down. In other words, what does watered down mean? It's made white. George, let me interrupt you here. On on WeChat, we've got a a message from Khosi asking, what more in your minds, um, George and and Nero and Naledi, what more could black people do? Yeah. So young black people who are students, what more could they do? Given the fact that you guys have come in here and gone, well, you know, like <laughs> we did our thing, October 2015. That was when we did our thing. But now we're on our own trip. What more could black people do right now? Okay. Um, I think what you didn't understand when we were broken, that broken part you didn't understand. But what is, here's what I want to clarify. Us being broken doesn't mean that we have neglected the cause. Us being broken means that we've acknowledged the weaknesses that have happened in the movement. Perhaps we haven't, we didn't want to do that because it exposes a bigger problem. But we're not supposed to lose public sympathy. We're not supposed to lose the sympathy of um, the political society as a whole, holistically. We're not supposed to lose the sympathy of 
big business. We're not t- they were supposed to come in and say, okay, free education is um, how much is needed? What's the budget of the government? How do we come in? How do we help? That's what, we, that's what was supposed to happen initially. We lost communication amongst each other and with the broader community as a whole. We did. You understand? We lost the narrative of what our struggle was about. I mean, you'd see me tomorrow on the street striking, then you're like, what the hell is George doing? What's happening? You know? So the narrative of conscientizing society about what we're doing and you being conscious of what we're doing was lost. So entirely, that's where we lost it. So what do black people need to do? You need to go back to reconscientizing. We need to go back to communicating. We need to come, come back to the coalition. We need to come back to a progressive society that acknowledges all these gaps and all these things that put us in the situation. George, do we need right to go now. back to class? Yes. Yes. Read. Read. We don't read anymore, guys. Let's be very honest. We don't read anymore. Ask you what they read. They read these fantasy books like Twilight, Harry Potter. And these are good <laughs> books for the imagination, but you need to really read to understand your condition. The black yes. condition is a chronic one. Yeah. You need to read for, you need to read, you know, people like Biko Skimpatele. So so, so it's about back to back to the classroom for you guys. Is that is that your, your view? The of classroom figuratively, but you need to get back. You need to read. You need to educate your mind and find out what's going on around you and why you are the way you are, why you are why you've been thrown into a system that seems yeah. to pull you back each and every time you stick your ugly black head out the door. All right, we're gonna. I mean, that is an hour. That is it. That, that, there it is. I'm. I'm seriously stressed because we we've run out of time completely. Rory, very quickly, uh, before we leave, what I'm what are pained. your thoughts? I'm pained. That's how I I'm feel. hurt it's as well. I feel, I'm hurt. I, I came to the fight. I, yes. My gloves were on. Yes. And now I must. I'm in pain. Now, lady, how are you feeling? I'm also in pain. Yeah. I'm That's also it. in pain. This That's is it. this is a painful time for us. Painful. I, it's a generation trying to find itself and as a generation that is wanting to be heard and it's asking just as Neo did mm. did you guys see at UCT the, the, the black coffin and the, 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 the death of a black student the analogy that they did to that did you see that? no it's tough UCT did you see that? Um, I mean uh, you should have seen just say black death for example on, on, on hashtag twitter and see UCT there and basically, the analogy to that is to say that the struggle is died down. Well, I, I, I really do feel that. I must be honest. I really do feel that. We, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Check it out. Cliffcentral.com uh, forward slash frankly speaking. Listen to the first two parts of this uh, series. Uh, is the violence justified on our campuses? And then come and listen to this this episode absolutely fascinating we'd love to hear your thoughts you can continue there have been a lot of uh, tweets and whatsapps and uh, wechats i'm sorry we couldn't get to all of them uh, but we will be continuing this conversation offline have yourself a fantastic wednesday ciao ciao Cliff Central. The revolution. i've got something important to tell you cliffcentral.com